Welcome to True Independent Media, Real News Live. Hi, well, hello there. Welcome, everyone, to Real News Live. I'm your host, Mike Barron, Seattle, Washington. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, however you may be on this beautiful blue-green globe of ours. Welcome to the show where we give you not the news, but the real news, what's really going on. I'm your host, Mike Barron, Seattle, Washington, rocking the Manchester City shirt today because we're playing Club Brugge in the... Uh, in the Champions League, and our budget is about a billion dollars more than theirs. So if we don't win like seven to nothing, we suck. That guy down there is TV's Blake Wally, somewhere east of California. Blake, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. My Vikings kind of sucked uh, Sunday night, but I'm still recovering. All right. Well, it's good, well, to, be, good to be recovering, right? <laughs> uh, pretty interesting day today. Lots more news this week. Usually Tuesday, Wednesday, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays are pretty slow in the news department, but uh, not this week. A lot of stuff happening, as we showed you yesterday. There were rumors from Simon Parks and from Jen, our resident remote viewer, to the effect that President Trump was in the White House or headed to the White House. Then we saw motorcade, which Nancy Drew thought might be the vice president, although why the vice president would be in the White House without the president, I don't know. Why, the, why President Trump would be there. Jen confirmed later that he was there. Uh, and then 1.25 a.m., Joe Biden came back uh, last night from Europe, where he was spending his time sleeping and during meetings and sharding his pants. Now, um, the really interesting thing to me that's been going on is that today is the one-year anniversary of the greatest theft in human history, where the presidency of the United States was basically stolen from the people of America. Uh, one-year anniversary from the 2020 election steal was the 2021 Virginia race a head fake by the Democrats, says the Gateway Pundit. Uh, Democrats in the swamp, with the assistance from the fake news and social media giants, stole a historic landslide election from President Donald Trump and Republicans in a state a stunning late night comeback. Democrats were able to steal every battleground state, well, so far anyway, for Joe Biden, a candidate with no campaign, no crowds, no enthusiasm, and no, char no charisma is a nice way of describing Joe Biden. I would say complete vegetable is a better description. <laughs> Pennsylvania was the most impressive Pyrrhic victory. Democrats worked for several days behind locked doors and with a never-ending supply of fresh ballots, fake ballots, to steal a 795,000 vote lead from Donald Trump for a stunning victory for their candidate, Sleepy Joe. They still haven't explained how hundreds of thousands of those votes were brought in in the middle of the night, well after they were supposed to have been counted. See, the early votes and the mail-in votes were supposed to be counted first, yet they were last. The coordination between states was impressive. Five battleground states announced a pause to their counting when Trump was way ahead in all of them, then dropped tens of thousands of fraud votes for Joe Biden in the wee hours of the morning to seal their state from Donald Trump. Interesting, Joe Biden won only 60% of the counties, a historic low number of counties for a supposed winner of a national election. And Trump won every one of the famous bellwether counties, which have been absolutely correct since at least 1964. Joe Biden only won one, yet he won the presidency. That's another impossibility. 
Biden even won fewer counties than Obama, but they claim that somehow he had more votes than Obama. When you win a record low 17% of counties, lose black and Hispanic support, lose 18 of 19 bellwether counties, lose Ohio, Florida, and Iowa, three states that no winning president has ever lost. All presidents who win election win those three states, and Donald Trump won all three of them, and lose 27 out of 27 House toss-ups, but you shatter the popular vote record. Yeah, sure. Why? Because it was all fraud. Okay, so given the situation, it's against that background that we go into what happened last night in Virginia, which is where Glenn Youngkin actually won the Virginia governor's race. Now, as we talked about yesterday, Blake, I said, is Youngkin going to have it stolen from him in an overt, obvious way, or is he going to win? And I think my theory was that he was going to be allowed to win because Terry McAuffle is a deadbeat. He's a loser candidate. His time is done. He was governor for two terms in Virginia. He retired. Now he's trying to come back to take the state back for the Democrats. He has no political future in the Democratic Party. So they threw him under the bus and sacrificed him on the altar of pretending, pretending to uh, say, oh, well, elections are fair. Look, a Republican just won Virginia. How can you say elections are fixed when Republicans win Virginia and were very competitive in New Jersey? The fact is, we'll get to that in a minute. So uh, what do you think about my theory now, the day after they allowed Youngkin to take Virginia. And we all know, of course, President Trump won Virginia in 2020 as well. Uh, I think it's possible. I guess I, I, I really don't know what's going on behind the scenes, but I, I think I'm guessing that uh, the, the, the turnout was just so unbelievable that they could not uh, switch it. They tried to, you know, they did some shenanigans yesterday. They rescanned a bunch of ballots in Fairfax County. Um, the other McAuliffe wouldn't concede late into the evening. And I thought, okay, here it goes. They're going to do the uh, the fix again. They're going to be late night ballot counting and hooray. But I think maybe at some point they went, you know what? There's too many eyes on this. We're, we, we can't possibly try to, to rig this one with, with the entire country and possibly the planet watching it. So they just had to eventually concede that one. So um, it was interesting. But I mean, there, there are poll it seems like there's something suspicious going on in New Jersey. But uh, otherwise, it was a great night last night uh, as uh, going against the uh, administration and uh, the, the Brandon, the, the terrible uh, candidate, uh, candidate shitting his pants in, in Europe. Over the week. Yeah. Well, I, I, by the way, I see Dean Ryan is in here trying to make a name for himself again, uh, desperately under another fake identity, trying to pretend like he's some sort of independent commentary commentator. <laughs> what a joke you are, Dean. You're a little pussy ass boy, too. So anyway, um, I don't I don't celebrate this at all. This was allowed to happen as part of the deep state narrative so that they can counter any claims that 20 to the 2020 election was stolen. Blake, I don't, I think that I'm very cynical about this. It was a clear victory. So was Trump's victory in a year ago today. It was clear as, as day. And that didn't stop them from going over the top and doing everything they could. And they, and the news media would have covered last night for um, Terry McAuliffe, but, but there was no, there was no advantage for them to having McAuliffe win. They didn't have to let him win. And they're able to flip things around and say, hey, well, look, our, our elections can't possibly be uh, be um, uh, fixed. Yeah. However, um, I said, uh, and you said, and I want to show everybody, by the way, I'm over on Telegram now. I know, I know that um, 
I know that uh, Jen has become a telegraphing fiend, and I decided to get over and get in on the act, mostly because I'm blocked on Twitter right now, at least on my main account, and blocked on Facebook for the next five or six days. So I went in there and I started, I hope everybody can see this, I started a, uh, a telegram channel um, last night, and you can look for it. It's Mike Bear. I got the red logo guy there. And it just says McAuffle was a liability to the Democrats and was sacrificed. The deep state allowed this to happen so that they can pretend like elections are fair and not fraudulent. The New Jersey governor's race will be stolen later tonight. And Youngkin was only allowed to win because he promised not to audit the 2020 election in Virginia. And I guarantee that. And I believe very sincerely that absolutely is what's happening at least in terms of Youngkin, he's not going to do full forensic audit of Virginia. I don't believe unless there's a gun to his head. And right now, nobody's going to hold a gun to his head. So go over to Telegraph, uh, Telegram, follow me over there, Mike Barra. I've got 56 whole subscribers right now. But the point is, is that as I said, Blake, they're going to steal New Jersey overnight because that was a close race, although the Republican was clearly three points ahead. And he clearly won the race. But let's watch and see what's been happening overnight in New Jersey while we slept. Well, would you look at this? Jack Cittarelli just moments ago with 83% of the vote in with a strong 42,000 vote lead. If you look to the left here, you'll see that Bergen County, the very top, the biggest county in all of New Jersey, with a hundred percent reporting shows Chitterelli winning fifty-two percent to forty-seven percent. Okay, a hundred percent reporting. So now, miraculously, with eighty-seven percent in Bergen County, which was a hundred percent reported, all of a sudden just happened to flip. Boy, those must have been some magic votes to flip a hundred percent counted county despite being at 100% and staying exactly the same all the way up until now. And oh, look, now Cittarelli, instead of having a 42,000 vote lead, only has a 1,600 vote lead. Or if there was ever a state that needed a damn audit of like every election we've ever held, it's New Jersey. So once again, that's Bergen County, red for Cittarelli all night with 100% reported until the zero hour when all the news stations start shutting down and they think no one's paying attention. And then, oops, it all of a sudden flips to blue and there goes Cittarelli's lead. The same sort of shady vote flipping we watched in the 2020 election. Audit New Jersey. Yeah, absolutely. Audit, uh, audit New Jersey. And now as you go to the New York Times site, uh, this guy Murphy has actually stolen the lead from Jack Cittarelli. Um, and they're going to claim that uh, he's the winner because they've stolen us. Now, it's really important, Blake, to understand what's going on here. If a district is 100 percent, county district is 100 percent reported, it's 100 percent reported. You cannot then add more votes afterwards. Those are all 100 percent fraud. They'll be found to be all for this Paul Murphy guy. And that's the real story. So the question then is, what is anybody going to do about it? Because the news media is focused on Virginia, Virginia, Virginia. And, oh, a strong showing in New Jersey. They actually won. This guy, Cittarelli, won New Jersey. And I think he won it fairly comfortable, comfortably by three or four points. Now the question is, what are they going to do about the fraud in New Jersey? And that's what needs to come out now. And I'm wondering... Is President Trump going to have a statement on it later? What do you think is going to happen with New Jersey, if anything? Or are they just going to sweep it under the rug? 
Well, they try to sweep it under the rug and act like nothing happened. Um, they, they should have had it called early. They're on the East Coast. It should have been done before we went to bed and known the full results. But uh, they didn't like what they got. And so it looks like the, uh, the the fix was in, perhaps. But they'll just have to audit it and figure that out. I guess it depends on who's running it. I don't know who the uh, you know the sheriff's, the attorney general, uh, who's in charge there. Because obviously they've had a lot of problems uh, getting through Maricopa. You got people that are probably stole it. I don't want to see it audited. So it's, I, I haven't quite unraveled that one out uh, yet because that's kind of you know, disappointment this morning, although we kind of knew this might happen, but now it's time to dig in. So that'll be fun. We've uh, had plenty of uh, fun and, and coverage with uh, Wisconsin, Arizona, Georgia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. And now Jersey can uh, join the party, even though it is for the, uh, the governorship, but. Well, yeah, but it's still, it, it still counts and it would still matter. Yeah. And I mean, again, I think the key thing here is that uh, look over here, we're going to let you have this loser McAuliffe that we have no use for anymore but we're going to steal New Jersey. And that's exactly what they've done. And, and people need to start making a stink out of New Jersey. And again, all these stupid Republicans that I follow on Twitter, just to see what they say, most of them rhinos. Oh, big win. You know, the Biden agenda is stopped and blah, blah. No, it's not going to be stopped because Republicans are going to go right along with it when it's on something important and not saying a word about the theft of New Jersey, which is more proof because you know why? Because it proves all the election fraud. And guess what? A large percentage of them obviously paid off, paid to get their seats. So they're not going to make anything about it, uh, anything, anything, they're not going to say anything about it. And it's going to be up to us, the truthers, the people out here for real, to talk about New Jersey. And hopefully the president will get, uh, will get behind us. Now, other news items that are still related to this today. Um, yesterday was November 2nd, the day before the theft of the uh, anniversary of the theft of the American election. And a bunch of people who pay attention to guys like Mike Penny and other ass clowns who claim to be truthers, negative 48, uh, went to Dealey Plaza yesterday where I've been waiting for Dale Earnhardt, who's dead, and John F. Kennedy, who's dead, and John F. Kennedy Jr., who's not dead, to show up. And nobody showed up. So, you know, like, I don't, I don't know what to say about this. I think, you know, again, just like in the UFO community, there are scam artists and charlatans, people who are just full of it. I'm not going to mention any names, you know, Steve Bassett, um, Dr. Stephen Greer. I'm not going to mention any names, <coughs> excuse me, but they're phonies, Billy Carson, <coughs> phonies, and people still follow them. And again, how, how could this many stupid people show up thinking Dale Earnhardt, who got basically got his head ripped off of his spine at Daytona in 1998, expect him to show up? I mean, it's it's insanity. It's insane. yeah. and, and it's to me, it's just like I said yesterday, it's designed. It's like the people who believe in the fake moon landing. They watch these stupid Jay Widener videos and they think that, speaking of people that are stupid, and they think that the moon landings were faked. And then, oh, that becomes the conspiracy theory. If you have anything to say about the moon, no, my, my conspiracy theory is not that the moon landings were faked. It's that we went to the moon 
and we hid what we were doing there, which is stealing alien technology that was left over by the Anunnaki. That's what we were really doing. So the real conspiracy, the good conspiracy theory gets killed by the bad one. And as Jen says, it's meant to make truthers look stupid and turn against the movement. Any commentary on this before we move on? I Yeah, I think that I agree 100% with Jen. I think there's something going on there. And this might be just all staged to, to make us all look like idiots. And uh, yeah, the one I am the most confused about is, is Dale Earnhardt. What, did he have dirt on the Clintons? Was he an outspoken <laughs> activist? I don't, where did that come from? Out, out of all of the people that were supposedly uh, going to return the other day. Yeah, I'm not I, sure. <laughs> I, I do not, I, I do not know. That is, that is really beyond, uh, that one I cannot figure out. That one I can't right. figure out. But our yeah, our movement's supposed to be we're trying to get the truth, we're trying to discern stuff, and then people are believing some guy named Negative Forty Eight that came out of nowhere and all of a sudden has a huge following and makes all these bold statements about uh, being JFK Jr. or whatever. I'm I'm not. To be fair, I haven't done a lot of research. I don't have time to to waste on uh, people that have no credibility or, or no background or no history. So. But uh, yeah, that was it was embarrassing. But we, you know, we didn't even know anything about it. It wasn't like, oh, there's going to be this event. It just kind of popped up out, out of nowhere. And I don't know who these people are or what's going on. But uh, they, you know, they try to have a field day with it to uh, make fun of the conspiracy theorists and you know QAnon or, or whatever, and to throw you know basically lump everybody into it. So they like to you know call us you know flat earthers or whatever. And, um, you know, it, it didn't help, but I mean, it wasn't, I don't know if it was uh, that big of an event, but it's good for us to, uh, you know, to call it out and say, no, we're not, uh, yeah. not everybody's affiliated with that kind yeah, of thing. That's why, that's why Phil Godlewski was going, going around, you know, posting all of yeah. his stuff about, oh yeah, Kobe Bryant's going to show up and give a pay piggyback ride to John F. Kennedy, whose yeah. brain wasn't blown, brains weren't blown out, you know, in Dealey Plaza and Dale Earnhardt's going to drive him around, you know, in the limousine. It's just like insanity. And People, you know, and by the way, uh, what, what did you say, Lanny? Apollo, Apollo, what? Please add, please add Apollo. Uh, where is she? I missed her. Uh, Apollo mission. Let's see. Let's see if I can dig it out. Can you please? I'm trying to find something. I wanted to make a comment on it. Uh, the only other comment I will just say, just I don't know. Oscar uh, was asking about the Council on Foreign Relations. I think whatever we can trust them. And I would say their loyalties of the Council on Foreign Relations are to the globalists more so than yeah. they are to the United States. So I would be very uh, skeptical of anybody in the CFR. Yeah, Adam Apollo, big exclusive. Uh, okay, yeah. Sorry, Lanny. I can't add Adam Apollo to the list because I have no idea who the fuck that is. So can't add him to the list. Um, okay. Yeah. So basically we have this situation and then you know again jen jen has been a uh a telegramming fool here lately she's just been pounding out telegrams so i kind of thought well maybe i'll start using telegram and one of the really interesting fun things that she came up with uh yesterday she's been putting a lot of stuff out is rumors about what's going on today now we saw yesterday there was the rumor from Simon Parks that President Trump was going to be in the White House today. We saw allegedly Joe Biden return last night. That ought to be a really uncomfortable meeting. Um, we saw the motorcade, which Nancy Drew suggested was the vice president's motorcade, though there's no real evidence it was the vice president's motorcade. And uh, then we had a post today from some obscure site that said U.S. Marshals are going to remove 400 inmates from the D.C. jail 
after the prisoners were left in unacceptable conditions. Now, we did have a couple of congressmen try to gain entry to the jail yesterday. They were denied. Um, what started the French Revolution was the storming of the Bastille, which is uh, a similar kind of thing. And uh, as you can see, people, including me, made a comment on it. And um, this could be the beginning of something. So there's all these little hints that something might actually be going down at some point. Uh, Republican senators are moving to formally strike down President Joe Biden's vaccine mandate on private businesses. It was reported Wednesday. There's rumors that Joe Manchin may come along and vote with them on that. Gretchen Whitmer is caught burning notes and destroying emails uh, over her coronavirus stuff. And then Candace, I think, posted, uh, you know, the storm is coming kind of thing. Uh, operations all over the country, elections all going in the White Hat's direction. The people have spoken, MAGA cubed over corn, that's CA. CIA or Clowns in America. We have taken back control on 11-3. That is today, 11-3. Remember in the Q drops, 11-3 was an important day or an important number. The reversal date and the turn of our fortunes. Dates matter. Timestamps matter. Our freedom matters. This day will go down in history. Quantum is in charge. Have a great day. The storm is here. And uh, Jen posted a little bit about that. And reminded us that on Monday, she said, looking past this post, this last post from Candace makes me wonder about this storm info I got on Monday. I heard that there would be a storm that hits the eastern seaboard. Looks like the northern half midweek. Well, Wednesday's midweek. This is that is not a natural storm. He did talk about rains and wind and weather warfare. So I've been watching the radar all week, but maybe I threw in the wind and rain. Easy to put words in God's mouth when listening. And it is the actual storm that he was talking about. He said midweek. We shall see. And then she said, come on, uh, you know, pay attention to that. And then there's three takeaways. There's going to be an avalanche of Democratic retirements, starting with Pelosi. Uh, members are calling McCarthy Mr. Speaker now. Oh, Kevin McCarthy, uh, I just have one question for you. What does Frank Luntz taste like? Um, so, and then she asked, why was Virginia so important? So I, I, I guess, I don't know, Blake, I'm getting a little feeling Maybe something's going on today. I think there's a chance something might happen today. I certainly hope so. I'm always uh, optimistic and, and looking for yeah these these crazy stories to uh, to pop and they're they're fun to, to cover and and to see. And we're it's after a very rough time. I mean, we, this is basically the anniversary of the uh, the real insurrection, as uh, Trump calls it, when they uh, possibly stole the election. And they won't uh, let us do all the uh, the full forensic audits. And then they went on uh, up, up in Washington on January sixth to certify a perhaps fraudulent election. And all, all they can do is you know freak out that people showed up there and some of them got out of line. So it's time to uh, reverse course on this. And I, I certainly hope yeah, whether it's the storm or whether Trump is in D.C. or there's all there are a lot of people that are resigning or stepping down, including Pelosi. So yeah, maybe we'll see, see McCarthy back. Um, but yeah, just to get rid of a, a lot of these uh, terrible swamp creatures that have been uh, you know stealing and robbing from America for all these years and uh, normalized it then created this whole uh, big corruption problem that seems to be uh, too big to fail. And um, 
I'm, I look forward to uh, better days ahead, but um, certainly the big things have got to happen that we've been hoping were going to happen in January, and here we are, November. I think um, some people are pushing this off till spring. I have no idea. I'm hoping uh, Jennifer's right, and we're going to have a, a Merry Christmas coming up soon, and that's all I can yeah. uh, say on that for now. That would be uh, that would be great, Blake. And yeah, guys, I put my um, I put my Telegram link in the chat. You should be able to copy and paste that right into Telegram and find my channel, my Mike Barra channel, with the little red guy, little red cartoon Mike Barra there that uh, you've come to know and love. Okay, two hundred and twelve of you guys in the live stream right now today. Uh, thanks for being here. We do appreciate it very much. Want to remind everybody that this live stream will be taken down off of YouTube as soon as it is done. And it will be available then only if you go to mikebarra.blogspot.com. Here's the actual Tell the Truth Wednesday live stream right there. After about 45 minutes, still trying to figure out a way to embed Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s um, video here. The, which is really, really important from yesterday. But it will uh, take about 45 minutes to process, and then it will become a video uh, feed it, fed through Rumble. You can always pick it up also also on TV Blake, TV's Blake Wally's site, thenextlevelnews.com, or you can go directly to Rumble and sign up. We're up to 986 subscribers. Yay, Blake, we got more subscribers yesterday. We only need 14 more to reach our initial goal of 1,000, then we're gonna to go to 10,000, then we're gonna to go to 100,000. But it's Real News Live on Rumble, capital R, capital N, capital L, Real News Live. Definitely go there, subscribe, open up an account, subscribe. Rumble is going to replace YouTube in the future as the true platform for free speech videos. And last but not least, please do not forget to patronize our wonderful sponsors, the ungoverned t-shirt company.com ungoverned where you can get all kinds of cool patriotic gear and support the show at the same time you can get the baseball cap you can get the tweedledum shirt you can get the stickers you can get the beanie my personal favorite the logo beanie the child lives matter shirt the ungoverned tees logo mug which i have for hot drinks you can put your stickers in there your mega stickers your it's a pandemic stupid stickers you can get the fake news creates fear t-shirts you can get the little missy solve the problem by smashing the tv t-shirt you can get the socks. You can get the patches. You can get the Obama Trader T-shirt, a personal favorite of TV's Blake Wally. You can get the Ungoverned Tees logo shirt, the dumbest fuck shirt, and my personal favorite, the Obamagate or MAGA long sleeve tee. I love this long sleeve tee. It's perfect for that 40 to 50 degree Seattle weather as an underlayer. Uh, you can get it in either black or beige with Obamagate or MAGA on it, and also the crew neck sweatshirt. Same thing, same colors same options go there pick that stuff up it's the ungoverned t-shirt company.com ungovernedtees.com hi barkley true patriot gear for true patriots okay why don't we switch things over and let's see what you want to talk about today and go to the blake block all right let's uh fire it up let's see what do i got and uh, hello to barkley Sounds like it's in the background. All right. Here we're running. Let's see the first story, of course. The uh, the bloodbath, the big meltdown on MSNBC, which a lot of people got to enjoy. Crazy panelists and weirdos they have uh, and all their uh, freaking out. 
uh, last night. That was uh, delightful. Maybe I'll just run a couple of clips. This is uh, weird. This uh, Nicole Wallace. I, I, I can't believe people actually watch this uh, stuff. MSNBC. That's well, just got painful. <laughs> yeah. So this is uh, trying to make sense of this one. Uh, talking about the critical race theory which isn't real because this is one of the big uh, issues about the Virginia race and the parents fighting back and uh, about the curriculum in the schools and all of that. So let's talk about, let's run this quick clip. I think we know the answer to some of this. I watched Glenn Youngkin's interviews on Fox News and he did nothing that Claire's, he did not, I mean, he worshiped at the altar of Donald Trump on Fox News. He flew an insurrection flag. (laughs) He simply didn't, he played dumb about a, 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 a Zoom rally. He did not really put much distance between himself and Donald Trump on the big lie or the deadly insurrection in which <laughs> police officers were maimed by flagpoles. So Maimed by flagpoles. Ah, I don't remember that. God, it's just lie after lie after lie. How stupid can these people be? Well, these people aren't stupid, but the people they're talking to are very stupid. Yeah. Oh yeah, the audience will just—they—they they want to believe all. Totally insane. I, I can't believe they get away with this. It's Yeah, they're just uh, making shit up. The real ominous thing is that critical race theory, which isn't real. It's not real. Turned the suburbs. Oh, it's not real. Fifteen points. To the Trump insurrection endorsed Republican. Maybe she's laughing. She's bullshit. Is she's actually saying this stuff? What do Democrats do about that? I guess maybe that's what happens when I'm actually off script. They're usually uh, used to reading the teleprompters. I don't know what's going on there, but it's totally insane. And then we have a quick clip with uh, Rachel Maddow. What do you think the story is here tonight thus far? The story is, I'm not going to call it a blowout because we don't have the final. I actually watched some of the MSNBC stuff. And when it was, um, I got, like, they were down 10 points, McAuliffe, and they were saying it was too close to call. And I was like, really? But then they kept uh, coming back. Uh, final uh, numbers. But I will tell you, somebody in, uh, high up in uh, McAuliffe's camp who was there with McAuliffe uh, put it this way to me about an hour ago. It's a bloodbath. <laughs> it certainly was, but I think they uh, pulled enough shenanigans to make it close and try to go for it, but eventually they had to uh, concede that one. Um, let's see. Yeah, why won't the networks call Virginia governor race for Yunkin? Are they waiting for suitcases to arrive at 3 a.m.? Also, it was cool. Yeah, here's the uh, that happened in County, Georgia, where they were down. And I think, uh, if there weren't so many, if there were multiple races, I think maybe they could have pulled something else off and nobody would have been. Yeah, uh, that was another yeah. thing is that, you know, they called Fox News called Arizona for Joe Biden less than a half an hour after the polls had closed in Arizona, even though Trump was ahead, even though Trump led the whole evening. And even though the the, the numbers of the election was not stolen until almost a week later, and it was a 10,000 vote margin, Youngkin had a, a far higher higher margin, um, way, way ahead. If, yeah, three points, uh, more than 100, hundreds of thousands of votes ahead, and they refused to call it for him until they were absolutely forced to. It got down to the point where there were only there was only 3% of the votes still out, and his lead was more than 3% before they finally called it. So they did everything they could, fake, lying Fox News, to keep from declaring Yunkin the winner. Yeah, it was uh, 
glorious to see. And also, uh, congratulations. They have, uh, I, I voted for this guy in uh, California before I uh, bailed out of there. The, uh, the white supremacist, Virginia's new lieutenant governor. Congratulations to Winsome Sears. There we go. That's pretty awesome. Of course, the Democrats don't want to talk about that uh, for obvious reasons. And we'll move on. We had the Democrat tricks in uh, New York's governor race, Republican winning the largest county with more votes counted than the vote flips, and the Democrat realistically wins the county. So that is still pending, as far as I know. Uh, good news from my uh, from back home: the measure to abolish the uh, Minneapolis Police Department was defeated. So that is good news. Who knows what kind of. Uh, Chaos. They've already had enough problems reducing the funding, getting rid of uh, the police department that they have. And you can only imagine what would happen if they replaced it with uh, the Department of Public Safety or however that would work. But um, people started freaking out. And it was interesting to notice that uh, it was actually uh, North Minneapolis, which is uh, more than notorious. That's probably one of the heavier crime areas of uh, Minnesota. And uh, they actually voted to keep their uh, keep the police department. They didn't want to deal with that either. So that was a good um, pushback there. And then we switch to the uh, medical news. This is uh, horrible. CDC is recommending children between five and eleven get the uh, get the Pfizer. So the CDC recommended practically every child between five and eleven. Get Pfizer uh, Director Rochelle Walensky made the recommendation following advice from the agency. They make so much money on this, and she's so crooked and bought off. But she says, together with science leading the charge, we have taken another important step forward in our nation's fight against the virus that causes COVID, she said in a statement. Um, and as a mom, I encourage parents. With, I wonder if she's got her uh, kid done i haven't uh, finished that but that would be curious to know i wonder if he if, if she's even taken it i wonder if uh walensky here who thinks she's uh in charge of the country uh, wants to put yeah. this up for all of her kids i wonder if she's taken it and i wonder if her kids have had it i'm gonna guess probably i'm sure they not. have not but they want it oh. for all the peasant children and they're pushing more propaganda. The Pfizer is telling the kids that will be uh, taking the lollipop will make them superheroes and give them superpowers. I'll uh, run this. Uh, oh my God! Can we doubt that Hollywood is working on that movie? Vaccination man. Da -da -da. <laughs> took a vaccine, a radioactive vaccination by accident, and it turned him into Spider Super Spider Duper man. Batman. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised. They they have no. We're giving them all uh, up, man. No <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so here's that clip. They've uh, taken the comments off of uh, YouTube, but I downloaded it just in case they take it down. Getting ready to fight COVID. <laughs> want to be superheroes. The most important heroes are those that help others. This year, thousands of kids like us around the world joined the COVID-19 vaccine trial. Kid power. And when they did, they became all superheroes. Nanobot superheroes. <laughs> to all the kids who volunteer, we'd like to say, Thank you! Thank you! What if they were given informed consent about the uh, any potential dangers of the uh, the Yeah, vaccine? no, I'm sure the children weren't. Yeah. 
exactly. We also got to warn them, be uh, careful about jumping around too much. Too much cardio might uh, do cause some uh, heart inflammation. Thank you for sharing your superpowers of courage, trying new things, the ability to save people, the power to help people, helping not just um, yourself, but many other kids. To not be scared. Be strong. Super brave. Bravery and courage. To be a shot. Helping everybody. Fight coronavirus and help others. You're helping the whole entire world. Thank you. Oh God, these kids are at just about zero risk for this thing, and they are going to. No, they should. No, it should be, actually be a crime to be giving them these vaccines. I agree, but they've also got some uh, ridiculous uh, adult propaganda. I think I think uh, World Health Organization put this one out. This one's uh, pretty good too. Let's uh, play this. Can I expand this? Maybe. How about? Uh, there we go. Let's watch this one. The vaccines! <laughs> Get on the party bus. Take the uh, lollipop. Oh, so disgusting. So disgusting. <laughs> If the vaccine isn't everywhere, this pandemic isn't going anywhere. Join our fight to end the pandemic. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah, pretty uh, sickening stuff. That's hilarious in its own way. Speaking of hilarious, we've got Elon Musk calling out the United Nations bluff to uh, open a Pandora's box. So on November 1st, the UN's World Food Program announced in a press release that 42 million people are at famine's door and $6.6 .6 billion, that's all it take could, could save them now. So they, I think they kind of called out uh, Elon Musk by saying 2% uh, of his, uh, uh, his total net worth or whatever is uh, uh, that, would, that would solve world hunger. So he uh, got into a Twitter battle. I guess. So how come it didn't solve? He says that if, uh, WFP can describe this on Twitter thread exactly how $6 billion will solve world hunger. He will sell his own stock in Tesla right now to do it. So the executive director, David Beasley, then joined the uh, online melee, inviting Musk to discuss the matter. But in doing so, he had pivoted from the initial press release, uh, tweeting the headline is not accurate. $6 billion will not solve world hunger, but it will prevent geopolitical Stability, mass migration, 42 million people on the brink of starvation. So the bait and switch didn't escape Musk's attention. And he said, you know, please publish your current and proposed spending in detail so people can see exactly where the money goes. Sunlight is a wonderful thing. I think it's awesome that Musk is basically stepping up to, uh, to solve all world hunger with just 2% of his net worth. And uh, the UN had to uh, pull back and say, basically, uh, we'll, uh, uh, no, we can't uh, have the uh, transparency. He also pulled them out over the uh, child abuse sex scandal. So on this uh, yep. debate, so that uh, pretty cool. I don't want to repeat too much here, but he put out a uh, headline here, uh, or he put out a, <laughs> a tweet to this link up here which will go to the Express, the starving children as young as nine. Uh, I mean, imagine one of the, most, the richest man in the world 
just uh, tweeted that out, called out the UN for uh, all of their uh, corruption and uh, disgusting things that people need to know about. And they also need to know where the money goes because it's just all a big racket. Speaking of racket, when we're uh, Biden, resident Biden was with the world leaders at this uh, climate uh, summit, what have you, saying, you know, do as we say or we'll let you all die. COP26 in Glasgow. Yep after their good start, telling billions of ordinary people, basically, uh, do as we say or we'll let you die. The melodramatic hyperbole knows no bounds. Apparently, we should all be organized as if for war. And so for the hyper-rich and powerful, the climate change scam is just another opportunity to seize more power and more money by pretending they're saving us in the emergency of the climate crisis. And it's just making them ever richer and more powerful. And as people as the ordinary people are gradually reduced to being property-less, powerless serfs in the coming neo-feudalism. And lastly, speaking out against that, or talking, or to add to it, we just say Australia is now threatening citizens with seizure of homes and bank accounts over their COVID violations. I guess this would be from uh, Tyler Durden from uh, Zero Hedge. Multiple reports out of Australia over the past days have confirmed the state and territory governments are threatening to seize your homes and bank accounts for unpaid COVID violation fines. This is much of the country's population are now living under vaccine man to employment. Take the jab or face termination. So they are continue to uh, crack down. Yeah, that escalated quickly. And that is uh, the news that I have today on the Blake Block. Well, I mean, again, all of these Australian government officials need to be, <laughs> you know, uh, Western-style justice. That's what needs to happen before this stops. This this needs to be, there. the pushback on this needs to be so intense that nobody will ever dare try such a thing again on the people of the world. And uh, I hate to say that, but that is the truth. That is the reality. Okay, guys, that's the show today. I wanted to once again remind you uh, that the show will be pulled down off of YouTube as soon as we are done streaming. You can go to mikebarrett.blogspot.com to pick up the uh, video when it processes. It takes about 30 to 45 minutes. Or you can go directly to um, Real News Live on Rumble and sign up for a Rumble account. Subscribe to our channel. You can find it right there. Or you can go to Blake's channel, thenextlevelnews.com. And you can also, don't forget to go to ungovernedtshirt.com and pick up some cool patriotic gear. And one last thing, uh, the ivermectin report from Dr. Brooks Agnew. He is selling a report which comes with some samples for either hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin. I have both myself. And if you'd like to go there, it's brooksagnew.blog slash ivermectin report. Simply go to the store and then look for the report. I've already put the link in the chat, so it will be there forever if you'd like to pick up those items they are crucial to your health i've completed my cycle of ivermectin and i feel great except for the migraines which have nothing to do with the ivermectin so thank you guys for being here let's watch and wait and see what the day brings we've had a very active couple of days uh it'll be really interesting to see a lot of people are claiming trump is going to give some speech from the white house tonight i don't believe that but let's wait and see what happens because in this period of shifting stuff, shifting um, ground beneath our feet, 
it's entirely possible. Virtually anything's possible. Blake, any final thoughts before we head out yeah. for Tell the Truth Wednesday and be back tomorrow for Deep Thought Thursday? Yes. Actually, I'm going to do a very quick uh, screen share just to show. I My site is having troubles uh, with the Next Level News. I have... Uh, I, I use Bluehost, which is maybe the, the biggest provider of these websites, and they say that there's something going on, some kind of internal uh, server issue. This is the screen that I get when I try to pull it up. It's the same message on my phone. And for some reason, and I can show you, this is what I have. Uh, from the time. When did I post this? This is October 5th. So it's been almost a month that my site has been down. And this is the picture that I got when they try to uh, pull it up. It's only available in certain locations. So it's it's in Virginia. It's in Ireland. It is not available in California, Singapore, Australia. I'm not sure. So I have not been uh, posting there. I have been posting uh, most of the shows on Before It's News. You can find them on Twitter. But, of course, uh, yeah, my next website or Rumble would be the best place. Find the archive until I get working. I don't know if they're just uh, BSing me about this and they really just wanted to take my yeah, site down. Yeah, and I can pick it up from here, from uh, Seattle, Washington. Washington. I can pick it up. So it's been it's yeah. been interesting. It's been it's a weird situation. Also, do not forget, guys, that if you would like to send me some love, you can send me some love at paypal.me slash Barra or Venmo at Mike-Barra. I appreciate love at all times. And if you want to send TV's Blake Wally some love, it's paypal.me slash Blake Wally. So that's it. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Same time, same bat time, same bat channel for Deep Thought Thursday. Blake, have a great Wednesday. Everybody out there, have a great Wednesday. And we will see you guys tomorrow. Unless, of course, the president comes on and gives a speech to the nation over the EBS, in which case we'll be back as soon as we can to comment on it. Bye. <laughs>